Welcome to the Auburn Possibility Podcast. Here we're going to talk with Auburn localites, all with something to say about their fair micropolis. From cool jobs to showing community love, they all share one thing in common, and that's taking root right in Auburn, New York. So thanks for listening. I'm Lisa Cribs, and let's dig in. Today, we're going to be speaking with the ultimate Auburn family darlings. They run a fierce family-owned and operated business, are connoisseurs of craft brewing, with an equally motivated daughter, Megan, who runs Rudolph's, the local ice cream shop in town. Mark and Don Schultz are the owners of Prison City, and Don is also the president of the Business Improvement District. With a whopping 557 five-star Google reviews, I present to you Mark and Dawn. Hey, folks. Hi. Oh. <laughs> how, are, how is everybody doing on this evening? Good. We're all, um, we're all home. It's a snowstorm here in Auburn, New York, and we've had two days of official snow days. So no school and no virtual school. All right. So we're um, yeah, we're just all hanging out in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, we're all doing just great. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. Oh. <laughs> well, I wish um, from here in Rochester that I had a crawler of mass riot on hand at the moment, but I do not. So I will have to make do. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, but lots of it coming your way soon. We're we're in, we're ramping up production at the new place. Oh, I'm that's wonderful. For that. That's so great. That's so great. I'm definitely going to be checking in with you on on production and all that in in a few. And uh, just uh, just I know it's exciting stuff. And then it'll be spring, and then it'll be summer. And oh my goodness. Oh. Well, I just wanted to kind of start. Um, you know, it was I think already a few months ago, definitely before there was snow on the ground. But I recall having a conversation with you and Mark um, about the day that you know you two kind of made the final decision to just sort of fully plant, you know, your roots right in Auburn, you know, and it was just kind of like, you know what, we're doing it. And I know you were kind of hemming and hawing and Mark, you were doing a ton of traveling. Um, can you walk that, you know, walk us through that a little bit more, sort of, you know, what your thought process was and your, you know, your thinking around Auburn. What led us to Auburn was, um, getting Dawn pregnant, and I got a job with Sam Adams that was for the Syracuse area, and Dawn's from this area. Mm. Um, so that led us that led us to Auburn in 2001, yeah. uh, and ultimately what made us kind of uh, uh, root in here was um, I had another job um, as a as a beer distributor, and they actually would have preferred that I lived in Rochester or Syracuse or Auburn or Buffalo. Um, but honestly, at that time, our kids were so deep into schooling. They were in junior high and high school or entering high school. And it was, you know, a decision like, well, we can't really, that's not fair to them. Um, and what helped ultimately was that at the same time, you could kind of see the Renaissance you know, that was happening downtown and around the city, there was clear, like, you could just, like, feel this energy um, that that things were about to change. So it, it made us feel a lot more comfortable, like, our kids are comfortable, so let's ultimately figure out a way to make ourselves comfortable. And 
ultimately that was that was the ultimate decision maker in pushing all the chips in to open Prison City Pub and Brewery. Like if we're gonna live here, we're gonna open something that we think is really cool that would attract us to even living in this town. Let's build something that would attract couples like us mm-hmm. uh in an area like this. One of the you know, comments that I've heard, you know, specific to Auburn, New York, um, is, is truly, you know, it's, it's small enough where you can make things happen. And I think that, you know, it just being small enough isn't necessarily enough. I think that there's also got to be that, um, the, a little bit of momentum and, um, you know, that community sort, you know, support behind it. Um, you know, and, and maybe I'll, I'll toss this one over to Dawn. Um, you know, what, in what ways has, you know, the Auburn community support and supported, you know, prison city's success to date. And and what did that look like in the early days? Um, you know, so in the early days, it was um, a lot of opportunity. There were a lot of locations to choose from. There were um, a lot of programs in place from the city and from um, the county. Um, there were a lot of resources, both just, you know, with knowledge and some financing. Um, so for us, it was just, it was easy. Um, it was not that it wasn't a lot of work. It was a lot of work, but it was very easy. It was, um, there was a lot of support. Um, the community also, like everybody just kept saying, oh my gosh, we're so excited for this. We're so excited for this. Um, and, and that came from you know, not only all of the people that are working in the area, but, you know, people that live in the area. So for mm-hmm. us, it was a lot of um, encouragement, I guess. So that made it, you know, fun. And absolutely propelled us along, if you will. <laughs> no, for sure. For <laughs> sure. And just, um, just, I guess I should back up and, and ask, and how long has Prison City been um, officially in business? Um, so we opened our doors in December of 2014, so a little over six years. Um, we started in February of that year, so, you know, about seven years from from groundbreaking, if you will, to to, to now. Um, and you um, also have this brand new, I'm going to just say it, beautiful facility um, over on uh, North Street, I believe. Um, how yes. is that? How is that going? What are the plans there? And, you know, in terms of, I guess I'm, I guess I'm most curious about, you know, what your thought process was from like having one, moving from one physical location, you know, to, to then two and, you know, talk about square footage and certainly the business that you're in requires it, <laughs> you know, the production, yeah. and what you're, <laughs> what, what you're making. Um, but was, what, you know, what was that process like? And, you know, was it a relatively easy one? Uh, yes, again, lots of hard work, but not insurmountable. Um, we started out at the brew pub, um, with, I think it's 4,000 square feet total. And that was after adding on a couple of kind of closet spaces, if you will. Um, and that is a rental property mm-hmm. that we rent in downtown. Um, and when we first went there, Mark and I thought, this is as big as we'll ever go. Like, this is perfect. We're, we want to be a restaurant with a small brewery. We were going to do a three-barrel brew house, which means we could brew six kegs at a time. Mm. Um, in the middle of opening that, we decided to go real big in our minds and go to a five-barrel brew house. And so we thought, oh, this is going to be great. We'll totally, you know, be able to do anything that we need to at this location. 
And that lasted about a year, and we were just like, oh, my gosh, we way under-anticipated how much beer people were thirsty for. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we uh, won some awards, we had some accolades, and by year three, we were on the hunt for a second location. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, we ended up looking, I think, at every building that we could uh, to try to retrofit it, and nothing just really worked for what we wanted. So we found some land and broke ground in October of um, 2019. Am I, is that right? Yeah, I have to think about it. Um, and then um, we just opened our doors with a new facility now, which we um, own. It is a production facility with a tap room, and that is 14,000 square feet on five and a half acres. Um, there's an additional barn um, that's 8,000 square feet on the property. And um, going from that five barrel system where we could produce the um, 10 kegs, now we're on a 20 barrel system with some 40 barrel components so we can produce you know, 40 to 80 kegs at a time Incredible. and then whatever the case equivalents of it are. So yeah, exciting. We've only been open there for a month and a, uh, two months now, December mm -hmm. uh, 4th of, of 2020 we opened. And you know, it's, it, we don't know what to expect. We're in the middle of winter and we're in the middle of COVID. <laughs> right. So, so um, we're, we're doing great, but uh, we can't wait to see what spring brings. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, just uh, just become a, uh, you know, a, a vaccination spot and, you know, the people will come. Exactly. It's really cool. I don't think you'll have any problems at all, uh, you know, getting getting a, getting a flock over there. And it is just it's just a gorgeous spot. And I personally can't wait to check it out this summer for sure. I would love to hear um, from Megan a little bit, if she's still around, um, about Rudolph's and, you know, what it is like, um, you know, obviously in the middle of COVID is anything is just kind of compromised to an extent, but what that process was like and kind of, you know, how things are going. Yeah, here she is. Hello. Hey, um, Megan. Yeah, we went into it. Um, with kind of big expectations and then with COVID obviously we had to tone it down a little bit. We went from being open four, five, nights, a week. four nights a week to now we're just open on Saturdays. Um, we're hoping with like spring and summer we'll be able to be open a lot mm -hmm. more and for more hours and get some more foot traffic in there. But absolutely, with the location being right downtown, um, I think in the spring and summer it'll be a lot more popular. And hopefully yeah. with some of the out-of-town people coming to Prison City and especially the new brewery, they'll be able to mm -hmm. take their kids there. Like, I wish I had a spot like that when my <laughs> lovely parents drove me to all around a bunch of breweries and just find something to do. <laughs> yeah, we found some, but now other families coming here have the same opportunities. Okay. Yeah, that was a large part. I think, like most teenagers everywhere, you get yeah. bored of the town that you're in and feel like there's nothing to do. And a lot of places are closed by like nine, almost yeah. always. So yeah. I thought it would be a fun place for people to go that was 
more useful than yeah. others. Yeah, no, that that's great. And, and it's definitely sounds like you're filling a filling a gap there. Um, would you say that you have a similar sense? Have your parents rubbed off on you, I guess, in terms of, you know, that entrepreneurial spirit? Do you feel like you have, um, you know, sort of that um, inspiration and excitedness around like something that is yours and continuing to, to grow and build around it? Yeah, I think they've definitely rubbed off on me in that sense, especially like my mom, like spearheading, prison sitting, everything. Mm-hmm. Seeing her be able to do that as a woman, even mm-hmm. in anything, but especially in the craft beer world, it was very inspiring. Oh, thanks, Meg. It's a big, it's a so big I have to deal. say I'm sorry right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, it, it, it definitely takes a certain type of person to be able to, um, um, self-motivate and, you know, just persevere. And it's all really, really positive traits. You know, I, I have no doubt Rudolph's will, you know, just be, be an awesome thing this summer. And hopefully this pandemic will be mostly behind us and we'll be good to go. <laughs> I would I would love to ask um you know all of you whoever would like to 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 jump in on this one but um you know what would you say to you know someone that um has a startup um or a small business um or you know is just a remote worker looking for a cool place to move to um you know what would you say to folks like that that are contemplating uh you know a move to Auburn Mark's uh, raising his hand on well, that one. I raised my hand because I've said this before in, in particular forums about uh, business leaders in Auburn, and it kind of diverts back to us starting and telling people in the area that we wanted to open a brew pub, you know, a small brewery, and, and we heard it a lot. Well, that's never going to work here. Mm-hmm. And they were clearly wrong. So my message to a lot of potential entrepreneurs and people that want to come to Auburn and do different things is the second you hear it won't work here, run to it because it will. Mm -hmm. If you follow your passions and you do what you love, there's a lot more people here that are looking for something different, something new, something exciting, Something something authentic, something that has passion behind it. And it's not to say there haven't been those things in this town before, but you know, we are in this rust belt and a community like Auburn is changing and we are kind of centered around the arts in the theaters and we are a tourism driven area now and we need to be able to deliver on things that people from outside of our community are looking for as well as those inside. So that would be one of my, my biggest uh, pieces of advice. I love it. I love hearing that's not going to work here and then making it work. I love not only that it worked for us, I love seeing other people doing it. Well, I also think the mentality of the community has changed where, you know, eight years ago when we were talking about it, that might have been the case. But now I feel like people are starting to say, Woohoo, the, you know, let's try it. That is going to work. We, yeah. The more the merrier, mm-hmm. uh, the crazier the better. Let's, let's try it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And I think that's really, that's really encouraging. And it's almost like, okay, well, we're, you know, we're going to do this in spite for the naysayers or for the people that just aren't ready and, and willing yet to, to, to look forward and, you know, to know that the, that the, the future could look a certain way. Um, so yeah. I think that, that's really cool. Um, do you see a lot of travel happening in Auburn? Has there been a, you know, a, a significant uptick in terms of, you know, people coming in for a day trip or just a long weekend? 
Yeah, I would say that we see that a lot. Um, so we have um, 2020 maybe isn't the best year to, to um, benchmark, but for the year before, we had 120,000 visitors to Prison City. Um, and we don't have definitive numbers, but just by kind of conversation and, and um, looking at um, our traffic patterns, it seems like about 65 to 70% of those folks are from outside the area. And then the mm -hmm. rest are from inside um, the Auburn area. So we see a lot of travelers. And what we hear the most is um, when they're coming to the area, what else can they do? And um, trying to, you know, make a day of it, make an overnight of it, looking at all of the different, um, pl different places that they can visit. Love it. That's fantastic. Well, on that note, I'm not going to ask you what your favorite watering hole is, but where is your, <laughs> <laughs> where's your favorite place to eat in town? Um, oh my gosh, well, uh, we've got a few, like, I know on the nights that we don't feel like cooking, um, Spoon and Fork, which is a new operation that opened and they focus on, they've got ramen and various Asian dishes, uh, Moro's Table is a favorite, just, you know, Ed Moro's a pretty renowned chef in the area, we like going there. Yeah, Cafe um, 108 that just opened in yeah. the public theater is making nice. great sandwiches now. Yeah, that's another spot. Um, there's some staples like Angelo's Pizza is a big deal mm -hmm. here. We get that probably once a week, and they've been around forever. So it's kind of a... We don't cook it, much, can you tell? <laughs> three out of four of those places I'm talking about are, are all open within the time frame that we opened. Mm -hmm. Some newer than that, although Angelo's is a, a cornerstone to, to our community for pizza, um, Spoon and Fork, Moro's Table, and Mesa Grande all opened either around the time we did or, or after. Some of that kind of cuisine that, you know, a little something a little bit different. So that's that right. people were looking. Yeah, it's really it's really exciting, and 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 just even knowing you know the the half dozen or so businesses that opened like during COVID. I mean, that's just a testament to itself. Right. I think Auburn is an incredible sort of, you know, micropolis case study that um, um, I wouldn't be surprised if other, you know, smaller sized cities across the country will be looking to. And, you know, obviously the natural beauty is such a draw and being in Finger Lakes, I mean, there's just, you know, you could just go on. I feel like I could probably pick your brain for at least another 60 minutes or so, but I won't do that. You know, thank you again. And I can't wait to get out there. Um, just hopefully catch up with you guys over a pint um, and just to see all the awesome work you're doing. And I, I wish you continued, continued success and, and thanks for all the work you're doing. Thank you. We look forward to having a beer together and an ice cream cone. And yes. we're, we're here. We're ready for a visit anytime. <laughs> Sounds great, Don. Thanks so much, Mark. Thanks, Don. Have a have a great rest of the night. Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye bye. And hey, thank you for listening to the Auburn Possibility. Be sure to check out our other episodes.